Hey everyone, it's Evelyn, your host of Now I Get It, today's entertainment business news in five minutes or less. This past Tuesday, Microsoft announced that they were buying the video game company Activision for $68.7 billion in cash and Activision's 10,000 employees. This is my first episode I'm putting out this week because, well, I'll be frank, I'm not a gamer in the slightest. I think the last game I played was Final Fantasy VII when I was like 11 years old. So I've actually been spending my whole week doing research and my due diligence and trying to wrap my head around this whole deal so you don't have to. In today's episode, I'm going to be diving into how there's way more beyond the headlines, how there's impact on the entertainment industry, the video game industry, and the mergers and acquisition space in general. So if the name Activision isn't too familiar, what I will say is you've probably heard of some of the games and franchises they have. Brands such as Candy Crush, Call of Duty, World of Warcraft, and Diablo. Even I've heard of these. Come on, guys. So this will be Microsoft's biggest ever acquisition. And in general, this is the biggest deal ever in the video game industry. And if we're going to bucket Microsoft as a tech company, this is the largest tech deal ever in history as well. For context, earlier in COVID, when Amazon bought MGM and the James Bond IP, that was a big deal. That was $5 billion. This is $68.7 billion. So with this acquisition, Microsoft would become the world's third largest gaming company by revenue. Uh, the first is Sony and the second is China's Tencent company. Microsoft already has a robust gaming division. They have Xbox and they also acquired Minecraft a few years ago, which was huge with the Gen Z generation. By collecting all of this intellectual property, aka IP, aka what we think of stories and creative concepts, Microsoft has said they want to eventually launch something called Game Pass, a $15 a month subscription service where you can play any games you want that's available in the Microsoft library. This is interesting because to me, this sounds like Netflix, right? This sounds like pay for one subscription and you get everything that Microsoft is offering you. It's pretty exciting to think about because Microsoft could totally offer some exclusive games and then they offer like what's generally available on all the platforms like PlayStation and Xbox. And is there even anything else? <laughs> to wrap up the background on this deal, this is actually the second time Microsoft has approached Activision. They wanted to buy Activision a few years ago, but back then Activision, super cocky, said, no, thank you. We know our worth. However, in the past few years, Activision has gotten caught up and a ton of workplace misconduct problems, most of them skewing in the sexual harassment department. In the last 12 months, Activision stock prices have dropped 30%. So Microsoft obviously knew if they were to approach Activision again, they'd be getting them at a discount, but Activision board members also wanted an exit strategy. In this case, a frat boy work culture would never fly at Microsoft because they actually have a real HR system and they actually have internal policies in place. By the time Microsoft approached them this time around, the board members were fed up with their CEO, Bob Kotek. Um, apparently he knew about all of the sexual harassment issues at the company and didn't report it to the board. Okay, now let's get into the good stuff. Why is this acquisition a big deal? Well, first of all, I think the Game Pass subscription plan takes a cue from the streaming playbook that we know so well. What did Netflix learn when they first launched House of Cards? There is nothing more valuable than owning your own IP. Now networks and studios understand the importance of owning your own content and gatekeeping it with a subscription price. 
But beyond the simple streaming playbook, I almost think it's really exciting because the pie in the sky idea for Microsoft is by buying all of these franchise ideas, maybe this can even become the next Disney Marvel acquisition. Now it's just an endless stream of creative concepts where they can turn into movie franchises and TV show spinoffs. Although historically, video game movies haven't always performed the best, but still interesting to think about. The second interesting thing about this is that this is a huge merger. As I mentioned earlier, this is the biggest acquisition in tech industry history and in the video game industry history. So although it's in the news that Microsoft will buy Activision at $68.7 billion in cash, what's beyond the headlines is that this kind of stuff still needs to get approved by the government. And right now, the head of the FTC, the Federal Trade Commission, who oversees mergers and acquisitions such as this, is Lena Khan. Lena Khan is very anti-big monopoly, companies having too much power. She's actually going after Facebook for being too big. And up until now, Microsoft has been able to skate by without garnering too much attention, but this might shine the spotlight on them in a bad way. So the jury's still out on if the government will even approve this or not. The third and final thing that I think is the most interesting is that, as I mentioned, Microsoft is buying Activision at a 30% discount than their stock price a year ago. Who else have I said is at a discount these days? Peloton. Another company I haven't mentioned, but is also a tech company that has a ton of goodwill built with their consumer base, but their stock price has definitely dropped since they IPO'd, and that's Pinterest. So with the circumstances of this merger, it's also interesting to see who are the sharks swimming around for some of these other tech companies that are at a discount price right now. Well, everyone, since it's Friday, as I always like to do, I want to share what my weekend binge is going to be. This past week, I actually watched a couple of new yet outdated revival shows. I watched How I Met Your Father on Hulu, which was a total flop. There's a laugh track in such a cheaply produced set. I could barely get through the first episode, so I will not be continuing to watch that. There's also Abbott Elementary on ABC. This one was a little bit too much like The Office in a not so interesting way. What I really need to start watching is I need to start Yellowstone. Please hold me accountable, folks. I didn't start it last week uh, when I was trying to. Hopefully by next week, I'll be able to give you a review. That's it for today's episode, everyone. I hope you have a wonderful weekend and I'll talk to you next time.